Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flow Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Dmitry Senikov, and today I'm excited to share with you something that is very near and dear to my heart, the topic of why do we feel so much mental pressure to perform? As high achievers, founders, entrepreneurs, and leaders, there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves, and most of the time it is only us who is putting that pressure, even though that we think life is the one that's doing that with the bills and the performance and all the work responsibilities. So in this episode, we're going to dive in about where does the pressure come from, why we experience it, what to do to allow yourself to relax a little more, and possibly all kinds of ways that we innocently put stuff in our way so that we can't actually relax and in a way become addicted to the pressure, thinking that if we didn't have the pressure, we wouldn't be able to create our life the way we want it to. Okay, let's let's get started. So this is an episode for my beautiful friends who are having a hard time to relax in the evening or even weekends and and even mornings because you just have so much going on for you. Your calendar is filled and whenever you feel like there's space in your calendar, somehow automatically you feel this sense of I'm not doing enough. And so you got to feel it with something. So it's uh, both that I have too much and I can't take it anymore and I need a break and I need a vacation. And also there's this other part of you that says, I can't take a freaking vacation right now. I need to be doing all of this stuff. I need to make stuff happen. I have bills to pay. I have people I'm responsible for. I need to serve my mission and make an impact. All of these beautiful, beautiful um, motivations that in a way help you get up in the morning, but also are in your way to really, truly enjoy this life a lot more. Not that I'm saying that you need to enjoy it and not do anything, but how can you enjoy it even more, shine even more, be more passionate about everything that you're doing and not get in your own way of serving with your genius and gifts. So mental pressure, what is it and where does it come from? Well, through... All of my studies and all of the work that I've done with people, what I'm finding is that the inner critic is really, really strong. And in a way, it has been conditioned to be that way. I know from my experience, um, nothing coming you know, from the fault of the parents or the way we were brought up, but it is the society and what we see as successful, luxurious uh, icons that we look up to. So for me, as I was growing up, kind of uh, as Steve Jobs from Apple was my icon of creating success, of pushing technology forward, of creating beautiful things in the world. And somehow my mind has told me that I need to be that way as well. And so I need to perform and I need to do all these beautiful things. It came with the other side of the coin, though, that I couldn't relax and I needed to learn how to relax. 
And a stepping stone to that relaxation has become that when I relax is when I perform. So before that, uh, it felt like if I'm not doing anything productive, if I'm not thinking about my future projects, if I'm not actually working on them, if I'm not taking action, it felt like I was wasting time, including all of those beautiful moments with loved ones, family. I felt like it was a waste of time because it was not productive. And the beautiful Christmas story of Scrooge and the visiting the ghost of the future, the past and the present and how much he was missing the time with his family to be at work, to be productive, right? And this is my really intention. I want to help all of the beautiful change makers in the world to um, begin to crumble those walls a little bit of your need to perform. Not that you need to perform a bit less, but as you learn to reduce the amount of pressure that you need to put on yourself, you actually, in a way, like step out of your, in a way, <laughs> civilian performance executive entrepreneurial suit and you step into your superman and superwoman abilities where you can actually truly make an even bigger difference in the world. So why do we feel this mental pressure? Well, first of all, I love starting with where does it come from? And how do you see yourself in the world that is creating, that is producing and initiating this pressure? And uh, from all the conversations I've had, number one thing is that if I sit on the couch, nothing's going to happen. If I sit on the couch, my life is going to be a waste of time. I'm going to be a failure. And I don't want to be a failure, so I need to perform. So this is the, the, the biggest thing that I need to make stuff happen. Which is preventing you to slow down in the evenings, to spend time with your friends and family. It is preventing you from allowing all of the beautiful, creative, innovative ideas to come into your mind when you'd simply create some space from having to do all of the time. Action is very important. And I'm sure you've had moments of experiencing where you've been taking a lot of action, but they weren't producing some the, the results or the outcomes that you really wanted. And then at other times when you really just, you know, you said a few words, for example, negotiating a real estate deal, one single email, right? It can produce 50, 100, 200,000 of either profit or, or price increase, depending where you're buying and selling. Or in your negotiation with maybe when you're going for a contract position, when you're negotiating your career salary, just a few words can make a huge difference between, you know, 20, 30, $50,000 increases. And so this is the confirmation and, and example I want to share with you that lots of action does not necessarily guarantee lots of output. 
And when you say that you are the one who is making things happen and that you always need to be in action, that's when we get a little too far off our true gifts because now we're operating beyond, you know, like the, the when you're driving in the car and I have a car that, that is a manual. So if I hold on the lower gear too long, right, the RPM engine is going to rev too much and in five, six, seven thousand. And um, if I drive for too long like that, not gonna be good for my car engine. And I'm sure it's not good for your body. And uh, in a way, I have seen and heard and experienced myself that all of us entrepreneurial people, driven people, ambitious people who want to make a difference in the world, want to shine with our gifts, we in a way get addicted to stress, get addicted to stressful hormones, and uh, we get addicted to, um, in a way, running on adrenaline and energy. And I loved the way it was shared with me that the adrenals, the adrenal glands, they are like the nitrous system. Um, I don't know if you've ever ever heard uh, performance engines in cars. They use the nitrous uh, oxygen task, uh, tanks to give the engine more boost, more more energy. But it can't sustain it for long. So it's like it's a it's a short burst of energy they can't handle for too long. And this is what the adrenals do for the body. They're supposed to simply give you that extra push of energy to get out of the stressful situation, fight or flight, right? To run away from the bear or to fight, but only for a short period of time. You can't sustain that for too long. What is happening these days is that all of us beautiful beings, <laughs> we are operating on this energy for too, too long. And that's where you get medical um, uh, professionals say that, you know, you have adrenal fatigue. Whereas if we see that running on stressful hormones, running on stress is like that nitrous system in the engine that is only supposed to be giving you short bursts and that in fact, your, in a way, your, your thyroid is, is your electrical battery in the body. It should be producing enough electricity, enough power for your body to simply operate at a very consistent, sustainable high level without the stress. And this is where I would love to help you get to that this mental pressure is activating the adrenal system, pushing all of that activity without being able to relax. And uh, this is what's making your mind go, you know, 50, 100 miles an hour, even when you're trying to sleep or waking, making you wake up at 3 a.m. In the, in the morning when you know you have a full day ahead and you do need that full night of sleep. Okay, so going on a bit of a tangent here. The mental pressure is coming from the space that I need to make stuff happen. And if I don't make stuff happen, then nothing's going to happen. I'm going to be a failure. I did an experiment with myself. You... <laughs> My intention is that you don't have to do this experiment. I actually made myself sit on the couch. I've been performing for so long. I actually made an experiment. If, especially me being a man who is supposed to be the breadwinner in, in the 
in a household, or at least the pressure that I've put myself on that, you know, if I bring in the money and I'm able to support both my relationship and my household, then I'm going to be worthy of a man. I forced myself to sit on the couch, not do anything for maybe too long, maybe a couple of years, uh, just to see what's what's going to come up both in my nervous system, how my relationships are going to be affected, how I'm going to see myself, how the world is going to see me, when I'm actually going to be a couch potato. And during that beautiful process, it helped me get rid of those protective layers that we talked about in the previous episode to come down inside like, who am I really? Like, if I'm going to sit on the couch, am I still going to be lovable? Are people going to still care about my uh, me? Am I going to be still <laughs> loving and caring towards myself if I'm sitting on the couch and not doing anything? I'm not recommending. This is not something that you need to do as a prescription in order to get through. But I'm sharing this from personal experience that this idea that if I sit on the couch and nothing's going to happen, um, that I always have to be performing, I want to begin to crumble. This is kind of the work I do in our coaching calls that we just, there's an idea that is like a solid brick that is sitting right, right in your mind on top of your head. We're uh, so accustomed to that idea, to that belief, that we can't see it any other way. So if I don't do anything, I'm going to be a failure and, and nothing's going to happen in my life. We're crumbling this idea that possibly if you don't do anything, that life is just going to continue. And the biggest part is that, especially as people from the human design system, um, depending on which type you are, right? But specifically for NMA generators and, and maybe projectors, what is happening is that there's this huge magnet inside of you. And I'm going to speak about, it's a theoretical, but it's very practical once you begin to see it. There is a magnet inside of you that is always constantly magnetizing people, things, opportunities, messages towards you, even while you sleep. So your mind doesn't need to be always coming up with ideas. You are you have a magnet inside of you that is who that is always attracting stuff. So especially for driven, ambitious people, possibly such as yourself, because that's kind of who I tend to attract. Just you sitting on the couch, try sitting for the couch on the couch for a few days. You will get a call, you will get a knock on your door, you will attract some kind of experience without you doing. And this is not law of manifestation. This is this is the actual truth that I want to help you get to this high level of consciousness that begin to crumble this idea that I need to be the one or the mind needs to be the one that's creating or that needs to be doing stuff in order to make stuff happen. Right. And just believing this idea that you need to be the one who's, who's making stuff happen is actually resisting the flow of life, the creation and creativity that you are the bigger part of you, the magnet inside of you is already always uh, creating and operating from. 
And so this mental pressure that you put in yourself, that if I don't do anything, my bills are not going to be paid. I need to pay my bills. Totally understandable that fear is uh, something we're going to speak on in, in, in future episodes. This is the first thing that we get to address in some of our calls that I have with people that you will not be supported if you don't do anything. Right. So for now, let's just put that aside. Let's assume that you will be supported in whichever way, even if you sit on the couch. Something is going to be attractive into your life, including like, you know, the real, real stuff like money's going to come in, checks are going to come in. So that happens without your doing. Right. And what we're doing right now is just crumbling your idea that I need to be the one making stuff happen. If life is, just going to continue to happen. And I don't need to push force stuff to happen. You actually then get to step out of the life's way, step out of the bigger part of you that has a plan for your life already. And uh, I, I love a little metaphor how to describe this stuff is Imagine yourself as a maybe a channel, maybe a river. There's always energy flowing through you. And then there's this mind with a brick that says, I have to make stuff happen. I have to make the river flow. This is what we do. This is this makes us feel good, right? Taking credit for all the accomplishments you've done. And also what is happening is that you, you probably have seen people out there. It's like, guys, look, I've created this beautiful business. Here's the plan I followed. Here's the strategy I had. You can create the same stuff for yourself, right? And, and they're basically saying like, hey guys, look, my river's flowing. I made it flow that way. And if you're gonna make your river flow that way too, then you'll, you, you'll be able to accomplish and achieve the same results that I have. And then we try and do the same stuff and we try to make the river flow. And somehow it doesn't work out the same way. I'm, I'm sure you've had some of those experiences. It's like, I am doing the exact same strategies that they told me to do. How come it's not working for me? Well, this is why. We're not supposed to direct the flow. We're, we're supposed to get out of the way, kind of <laughs> hop into the kayak, enjoy the, the flow of it already. And this is how we remove the mental pressure. You don't need to control the flow of the river. And also for the mind, this is the big challenge of letting go of the control right and and in a way this is not just surrendering and and letting go of the control completely but it is surrendering to the control that is inherently already there within you there's already inside of you a bigger part that is helping you direct which way to go and make decisions and kind of we'll cover all of this in future episodes that when you surrender to the control that is already there, that is just, you have been conditioned to not see, you have been conditioned away from the control that is already there, right? And in a way, I love speaking to this, that, you know, did you choose the body that you have right now? This is what a lot of people are dealing with, right? I don't like the body that I have especially this is the big part for women where, you know, I don't have, I don't like the lips. I don't have the way my body looks. I don't like my eyebrows. 
well, did you choose the body that you have? No. Did you choose your parents? In a way, your mind didn't. Like this bigger part of you chose the country, the region, the time you're, you're born in, the body, the experiences that, that you had. The bigger part chose you, the mental thing that is trying to control your life right now. He didn't choose that. He didn't choose all of the beautiful opportunities that you got, possibly to attend school, to not attend school, to um, have a relationship, to not have a relationship, to start things or to end things. Some of those things I'm sure you have seen in your life that you had no control over. The mental part of you that had no control over. The bigger part knew exactly what it was doing. So this is not surrendering the control completely, but surrendering to the control that is inherently already is within you. So this is, you can probably see, right? If we look from the picture and the image that I need to be the one who control my life, controls my life. And when I get to an intersection, I'm the one who needs to make the decision to go left or right. Otherwise, that decision is not going to be made. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to stay stuck at the intersection. Your mind, feeling all that weight of responsibility, will always be thinking, what am I going to do on the next intersection? Why did I mess up at the previous intersection? What am I going to do at this current intersection that I'm in? All of these decisions that I got to be making. Right. And just seeing it from that level of perception that if your mind thinks it has to do everything, of course, it's going to feel all the weight and the pressure that you have put in yourself. You're going to have trouble relaxing. You're going to have trouble letting go, sitting still. And really, this is this is the only, fa probably fastest way that I've found to help the mind relax is we simply switch the image, the perception, the way we see our world, the way we see ourselves in the world. Then the mind's not the one responsible for everything in our life. Again, you didn't choose when you were born, how you were born. You didn't choose your interests and talents, right? For me, I have a talent in, in software development, and for some reason, my interests are no longer in it. My, my interests are now lying in, in programming computer minds and uh, people's minds in a way. So I have the talent. I didn't choose it. I have an interest in working with people's minds now. I didn't choose it. So simply, I'm surrendering to the body that I have, to the gifts and genius that I have, to the clients that come into the world. I don't control who's going to come in or, or, or not. I'm simply relaxing into the flow of life in a way, control that is already there. This is help seeing that there's inherent control already. It is not chaotic out there, but there is inherent control. It's um, helpful for the mind in the mid-stages to kind of, oh, okay, I don't need to be the one in control. Like there's things that are under control. Things will be okay. And even if, you know, it's going to be a shit storm, that some stuff is going to break. Helping the mind understand that it is not chaotic, it is not dangerous, that everything is happening for a reason. And actually that reason is for the better, not for the worse, but for the better, even though in the, in, in the, in the midst of it, it may, it may seem very 
threatening. Right? Seeing the world from this picture that life is happening through me in a way is what's going to help the mind relax a little bit. And this is the raising consciousness that's happening on the planet right now is that the mind is now able to take the back seat to become the passenger, to become the witness of how your life is unfolding. And this is where the art of effortless doing sits. And this is where being in flow and ease. This is where you no longer need to be stressed and anxious about meeting the next quarter goals. You simply shift from having to make stuff happen to now relaxing into the curiosity of seeing how stuff is going to unfold. Of course, there's a bunch of work that needs to be done. We need to remove all the layers that we talked about. We need to come into the understanding who we are inside. This little magnet, maybe a little huge magnet of attracting all of the beautiful experiences. If only we are able to see that for the beauty that they really are. Then the mind is able to have a uh, the sense of relief, this breath of fresh air. And there's nothing more joyful and impactful for me when just seeing when I'm on calls with my coaching clients, their body, they sit back, their body relaxes, they feel relief, the weight that they have felt throughout their lives to have to make stuff happen. That way it dissipates. You don't have to be the one making all of the decisions. This is the number one thing that I spend a lot of time in our human design consultations that we're shifting from having the mind to make all the decisions to now having a different, um, in a way, a different level of consciousness to make those decisions. You don't need to calculate logically all of the pros and cons of what's going to happen in your life, but we descend in a way from the mind, we descend into the body and we begin to trust this bigger body consciousness. And thank God that there's this bigger consciousness that perhaps it's not in our conscious awareness because <clears throat> otherwise, how would we be able to drive the car while thinking about pumping our heart while making our lungs breathe, while making sure that blood gets to all of this, why, that our eyes focus properly, right? It's like, it's just too much for the conscious mind's attention that it simply was not designed for. So we are simply helping the mind see that this need to be responsible for the stuff it was not designed for, which is controlling your life and making your life flow. So this is why this is podcast called Flow Habit. We're helping you get into the habit of being in flow with life, that life is inherently beautiful. Even all of the stuff that is appearing bad right now, all of the conflicts, they are actually happening for the better. They're helping us see some things. They're helping us process a bunch of uh, stuck emotion, things that we'll get into the, the next little while. 
And this is actually something that uh, I'm going to mention in the next podcast episode. We're going to dive in a little deeper that our mind is like a little watchtower person. Always on the lookout to make sure that we're going to be safe. It's, it's looking out for threats. And unfortunately, what we have been conditioned into is the way we perceive our emotions. And this is the <laughs> bit of a pet peeve I have just with the name positive psychology. The things need to be positive. So when the mind is trained and conditioned to always need to be feeling positive, what inherently it does is that anything that is making me feel negative, that becomes a threat. And this is what I am addressing with most people that I speak to. And this is the number one shift that is happening and will need to happen for you to get to the next level of consciousness is the relationship you have to the what are perceived as negative emotions. Because as long as you see them as negative, as long as you have the resistance to them, as long as your mind thinks that it needs to protect you from those negative emotions and experiences, it is going to be waking you up at three in the morning, feeling anxious, right? just, just in the way of trying to keep you away from the negative emotions can make you feel anxious. This is, this is the beautiful paradox of the way our beautiful, brilliant mind operates. And just when it's confused, it's actually creating the stuff it's trying to protect you from. Just fascinating how this works and how simple the switch could be and, and is once you get to see the truth of what, what is actually happening. So, yeah, I think required covered quite a bit both the reason why you feel the mental pressure to perform. We've covered what needs or what could be helpful for you to let go of that mental pressure to control your life. We covered some of the things that are in the way of you letting go or of the mind letting go, the fears the uncertainties, the, what is it going to be about me if I let go of the control? And in a way, we also looked at the beauty that's going to happen when you do step out of the role that I need to be the one to make stuff happen. You simply allow then the beautiful life force energy, the river of life to flow through you, even opening up and expanding your abilities, gifts, and genius that you're here to share with the world. Because everybody... Each one of us has our own gifts, even if you don't realize that just yet. And you being the ambitious, driven individual, imagine what else could be possible if you not only stepped out of your way, but you joined the life that is happening with you. You joined all of your beautiful master that you've acquired already. You joined this bigger force to now play with life, not resist it. Imagine what else could be possible for you, for your impact, for your enjoyment, for both your success, your achievements. Oh, such a beautiful new world opens up. I'm so excited to keep sharing this with you. And um, if you have any questions, 
um, I love the way Okarit is responding to questions so that all of the beautiful insights that I have in, in, in my mind, I want to make them applicable, practical to your situation. So if you're listening to this on a podcast platform or, or YouTube or somewhere, reach out to me on the website with some of the questions or um, reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I'm just Dmitry Sanikov on Instagram. You can search for Flow Habit. And I would love to have this conversation going. Um, I want to hear what are the top, uh, maybe one insight that you've got from today's episode. And yeah, imagine the possibility. What could happen when you allow your mind to let go of the pressure? Wow. Life becomes beautiful. All right. Until next time. Thanks.